0: Up Fridays app with Steve Ryan is now available on Apple and Google Play Stores. Well, hello there, family. You're listening to Fired Up Fridays with Steve Ryan. Fired Up Fridays, all right.
1: All right, all right. Welcome to Fired Up Friday. Friday. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I feel the heat. <laughs> well, hopefully, it's keeping you warm if you're in a cold area right now. <laughs> well, I'm in Los Angeles. It's
2: 72,
1: but okay. <laughs> 72 well, welcome, in January. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, well, the the real question is, what is it at nighttime? <laughs> you know, it's been
2: getting down for us into the uh, 50s, and that's you know. We wear coats yeah. for that. Most of the country would laugh, yeah. but it slipped into the high 40s one night, and I thought, "Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna snow." It's gonna. <laughs> no. I
1: wonder, has it ever snowed in Los Angeles? Oh yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My sister lives on the out, it, It's she lives in Los Angeles General. She's so like on the outskirts, 20 minutes from me. And it snowed there uh, this month one morning. She had frost and a little bit of snow on the window. Wow, because you're starting to get into the desert, you know, on the way
1: to Vegas out that way. So that makes sense.
2: Yeah, (laughs) but I live right. I live in Studio City in the heart of it, and it has never snowed here. (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's too much heat going on in the too much heat. (laughs) We're we're fired up too. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so Mark, you're you're in the music business. You're a producer and and all kind of cool stuff. So. You know, if somebody didn't know you, like, what would you say? Like, who's Mark? Who are you?
2: Ooh, who's Mark? Well, um, I think uh, people tend to recognize me. Sometimes they really—I don't have a famous name, and that's not what I do. Because producers, people are like, "Who?" But I was on TV for a while, so people sort of recognize me from the show Full House because they saw me for years as a musician. But as a producer, you're—it's kind of nice because you're—you're in you're in charge of everything and that you can still go to dinner and nobody cares who you are (laughs) (laughs) it's great no
1: so yeah well well, we care we care (laughs) we care about you (laughs) thank
2: you so much yeah so people also say they know me because they've seen my name because i've done a lot of television so at the end of the show and it says music by mark vogel they go i know your name because you've seen it for oh because i had a a fantastic television agent who this sounds really funny because if you're they're not, they're not in the business, it sounds really dumb, but it's important. I get a full second solo screenshot when I do a show and that's something they have to negotiate for. So believe it or not, that makes your name stick in people's minds more. I know one second doesn't sound like much, but it, and you get your solo card. That's a big deal. So, so people wow. sort of know who you are because of that. And I did a lot of television and so uh, they'll know it from that. And then, you know, my face just from, you know, play music on camera for so many years.
1: Bro. So that's like, it's like a branding thing when it's boom, there we go. By Mark. So that's it. totally <laughs> They call it branding now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what got you started into music? Like, very, very beginning. Whoa, way back? Um, <laughs> not that far back. Okay, so not, <laughs> That was just, uh, you're after, young. No, That's just 10 years walking. ago. Jesus wasn't still walking <laughs> the earth, but it was a while ago. Uh,
2: I was uh, four years old and I wanted to, I walked up to a piano and started playing it with two hands, which is insanity. So how would you know how to do that? So I've always known it was a gift because I just could do it. There wasn't like I had to learn. I mean, I learned, I studied, but, and then a a commercial came on the television set and I played it and said to my dad, who was a musician, is that this? And I played the song and he of course thought I was possessed or something. Wow. (laughs) So right away they got me, um, start teaching me music. And then by the time I was seven, they actually got me with an amazing teacher from USC and I started studying seriously at seven and it's all I wanted to do. I just did it all the time. Like, I can't, you know, I can't really throw a baseball or anything because I played the piano all day. But, uh, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, so I always wanted to do it. And then I um, was classical. You know, when you're a little kid, you play the piano, you play Mozart, Beethoven, Chopin, Liszt, all the greats. And uh, then I got into junior high and realized that if I played the piano around singers, uh, that was cool. Like, girls liked me, guys wanted to sing, like I made friends. So I. I'm very social. And so being a concert pianist sounded too solo, too lonely. Like you're on the road by yourself. You're on stage by yourself. I'm like, I don't think so. Plus I'm a very creative person and you have to play Beethoven as Beethoven wrote it. And even as a little kid, I would change it. And the my teacher, think USC, so very conservative school and I'm, you know, I'm not even in, I'm a little kid studying with these people. And she said, a brilliant teacher, Maude Cooper, thank goodness she was my teacher, because most teachers would have whacked you over the head with a ruler and said, that's not how it goes. And she said, I know you know how it goes. Why are you doing that? And I said, I, I like this way better. And she said, better than Beethoven's? And I said, mm mm-hmm, I do. She says, then you're going to be a composer and an arranger, which is exactly what happened.
1: Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. So
2: great teachers. You got to have great teachers who allow you to be you. You know, that's
1: really, yeah. really important.
2: And then had a really wonderful, amazing, lucky break at 15 and got into television. I was a teenager with a, an office and a coffee pot doing local television shows as a music director. Crazy, crazy. Wow. Wonderful life. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and great people. Always great. And they were great people. I was just surrounded by really cool people.
1: Well, well, how did you get that break? Did it just fall in your lap, or well, how did that happen?
2: Okay, so I'm, I'm exactly fifteen. I'm like,
1: you no, know, like you're like a, an awkward
2: teenager, and the um, church group, to the, the youth group at church, which was super cool, that had a singing group, and they got to go on this local television show, and Rachel Beeman, who changed my life, and anybody's listening. You know I love Rachel. She, um, who was only on the earth for a moment, she left so young. She was an angel on the earth. She had me on her show with all these kids, and she was a local, a local celebrity of the local television show. This was all right near Disneyland. I grew up near Disneyland, so this was in Anaheim. And uh, we would, we went on to sing, and a guitar player was accompanying, and he was leaving, and there was going to be, uh, they were looking for someone else to be in charge of the music. And, of course, being a snotty 15-year-old kid who only studied classical music mostly, I always thought the piano players or violinists should be the music director. So I, I spoke that. <laughs> and she said, well, you must play the violin or the piano or you'd never say that. I said, so i play the piano. So she says, are you any good? And then, then you get shot. I'm like, oh, I'm pretty good. Um, and really, I could, I could seriously that age play anything because I'd studied so many years. So they rolled out a piano. There was two two studios, Studio A and Studio B, and they (laughs) rolled out a piano from Studio B. It's a kid's show. It was covered with costumes and puppets and all this stuff. And I played the piano. And while I was sitting there, not knowing anything, the singers were around me and they were all singing this song in unison. And I like harmony and I like, you know, big sounds. So I just started saying, hey, you know sing this and i'd give people parts i don't just started going to work i don't know what i was doing I was all i knew was to fix it and she looked at me and she went back into the office of the director of the show and she came back out and she said do you want a job and i said doing what (laughs) she's doing doing that you want to be the new music director and boom i was in the television
1: business wow and so how did that lead from that to you said you were on Full House earlier? Like, how did that lead from that to that kind of bookings?
2: Don't laugh, when it sound like a religious fanatic. But from another church thing, I met John at church <laughs> Stamos, and that oh, was wow. that was later. So I, when you grew up in Anaheim, by the way, mm-hmm. first of all, I got to go to Disneyland every Friday. It was so fun because all your friends worked there, and. L.A. is like a million miles away. Like it, it, it would be like moving from the Midwest into Los Angeles. It's not like that close. It's because it's far with freeways and your kid in high school. And I started coming up here and then the show, the little show that I was working on. I was I stayed with it for years and changed my college plans. and went to college locally so that I could keep my job um, was actually bought up by a company at Sunset Gower, who was the mother company of that little show and hired me and Boom! I they moved. I went moved into Los Angeles. They gave me a house to live in, uh, a parking spot on the lot, which is that's a big deal. I thought it was really fun, <laughs> and an office on the third floor next to famous people. I kept looking down the rows, going, "How did I get here?" <laughs> and all of a sudden, then I was in Los Angeles, and I've been here ever since. But um, uh, went into went uh, uh, to a church. The best place to meet friends is to find a local church. Now you know nobody in town, and I. John Stamos was at the church and didn't really know him. I didn't, it, was, it was a long, I don't, I'm not sure if Full House had even started. I guess it had started, but I didn't know him. Yet I, had, I hadn't seen the show and I didn't really know who he was. I just thought he was a fun guy. So to me, it was just John. And I think it's why we're still friends because I never thought of him as a celebrity. I mean, he's a humongous celebrity, but that's not it, in my eyes. And the pastor of the church asked us to put a band together for a church dance. Because he played, he's a great drummer. Actually, he's, he's a really, really good drummer. So, um, and of course, me being the snot, I'm like, well, are you any good, or are you just like a TV drummer? <laughs> you know? And he was a great drummer. And so we put together a band, and um, we played. We played a bunch, and then we played this big event, uh, and it was a Saturday night. And he said to me, "That was so much fun." And, and that's a. That whole band night's a whole other podcast story. It would take me an hour or two, but it was a great (laughs) gig. And at the end of the thing, he said, I'm going to put you on my show. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you're going to put me on your number one show on ABC. Because it had already been going for like three years. Uh And uh, that was Saturday night. And Monday night, I was on the set and started Full House. Wow. Crazy. All
1: through church. (laughs)
2: <laughs> right, go to church <laughs> yeah two different churches completely by the way but uh yeah and through you know just through music you know through finding people that you connect with musically it's so it's so great like you know that it's just so great there's nothing better <laughs>
1: still doing wow. it yeah so so like if you were I'm not, if you I'm were giving being mean oh wait wait Let's get to it uh, again. One of my we, clients gave me this. It says I'm silently judging your pitch. I'm silently judging your pitch. So now, that means I me, that's, me...
2: that's pretty funny as it cause I produce a lot of vocals. And so I'm always like mm, not quite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's so mean. <laughs> but but it
1: sounds like you, you try to get it to a place where it sounds good because you want it to sound good and be good.
2: Got me be the best it can be. Yeah, why waste your time doing it second right? Like, do it right, you know. Right, and, that's and, true. And I, I'm kind of do it fast too because I grew up on television. So, mm-hmm. you know, local television, you don't get a million takes. <laughs> You're done. <Yeah. laughs> it's it's going to air. And when you do a sitcom, even if it's at that time the number one show on the air, you got to finish by Friday. It's going to air next week, so you don't get to. Ah rethink a lot you know so you just you just gotta do you gotta do it right <laughs> yeah <laughs> they are great musicians the show had great musicians on it too so it was really fun because people knew what they were doing so that was it became really it became really fun
1: wow so w- what did you do on the show did you play on the show or were you a director on the show i i, I played on the show we were a band called jesse and the rippers
2: and uh, i was the ripper who played the keytar who I had a humongous blonde <laughs> mullet and I played the guitar. And um there were times I played the, the grand piano, um, like the Disney uh the Disney season finale we did at Disney World. I was on a grand, I was on a I was on like the grand piano on that one, something. So I was I was basically the piano player, singer uh in the band, and then uh would play the guitar because it was, I mean it was the nineties, you had to play the guitar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. so like so like if somebody was starting out today like trying to be what, what advice would you have for someone starting out
2: oh, it's so different now but it's still <laughs> totally doable like i mean the business it changes so much over years but gosh um two things make sure you're absolutely great at what you do just practice 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 make yourself get ready, be ready for the opportunity. That's the definition of the success. Because when the opportunity comes, you got to be ready. And if it's just people, some people just want the opportunity it was like, you you better be ready for that. And so when it knocks, you know <laughs> what, what to do. So I would say study, practice, play, enjoy it, do what you love. Oh, I can't stress that enough. Do what you love. I've known some celebrities, different shows, not anybody we've talked about yet, who I worked for who had a hit in a different genre than they actually loved. And their lives weren't very fun. They were very famous and very rich, but they weren't doing the music they loved. And that's really weird if you think about it, because sometimes people get a hit doing something a little, like this one person, he had a, got a hit in country music and he really wanted to be a rock and roll star. And he was a country star, his whole life, a big one too. It's like, You're not happy. You've got millions and (laughs) millions of dollars in hits and fans. So yeah, do what you loved and do do what you're good at, do what you love and work, work really smart. I'm a guy who runs his music business with business hours. During the pandemic for two years, could we go anywhere? No. Did I stop working eight hours a day? No. Work eight hours a day like everybody else or nine hours or 10 hours, whatever that may be. and, and, and be consistent. Take time. I take weekends off. That's for family. That's for friends. That's for relaxing. That's for whatever. So that on Monday you're ready to go again. And, if, and just don't stop working. And just because you might have a gig that week or a record that week or a TV show that week, that doesn't mean you're off. Yeah. There's a big difference between self-employed and unemployed. I'm never unemployed. I'm always self-employed. And I cannot stress that enough to new new musicians.
1: Wow amazing words of wisdom <laughs> That's, those are good those are good ones that, they'll work they'll work well,
2: well it's how hard you, because it, it's hard because you see people well i don't know what to do well yeah you know put up a home office open up your laptop and figure it out you're not going to sit there and do nothing you'll write a song you'll contact somebody you'll study somebody else's music whatever that is and then
1: you'll figure it out wow so so like outside of music um what what are some hobbies what are some things like you just enjoy like, like it's mark the cool mark <laughs> music just kidding
0: <laughs> I know. Uh- fired up friday will be right back after these messages come and tap into the worldwide audience of fired up fridays do you have an inspiring story have you gone through any type of challenges but you found a way to make it through we would love to hear your story on Fired Up Fridays. Visit steveryan.com dot today. I uh,
2: I love my family. I have a big, crazy, loud, wonderful family. I'm one of several siblings, and there's lots of kids. So I have, I think, 24 nieces and nephews. So we and we all love to party together. Like we're a we're a group that likes to hang out together. Some people. Hate the holidays because they have to see with their family. We gather. We gather on weekends. We have Sunday dinners. They're loud, messy, fun. Um, and they're great. So I like hanging out with my family. I just Whatever they want to do. Uh, we hang out. We A lot of swimming. We all grew up with swimming pools. So we, we swam all the time. So everybody likes to swim. Or, you know, there's some games they'll play. Like There's a game called Among Us now. Everybody, maybe kids know that's it's an app. And my family created an in-person live version of it. So we made our own version. It's a murder mystery. So we kill each other in different rooms. (laughs) It's hilarious. And uh, yeah. And we're big eaters, barbecuing, whatever. I eat on Sunday.
1: Have y'all ever thought about um, taking that game into like the metaverse and that way is real. Like you're really, <laughs> that's, that's not a it. great idea. That's a great idea. I'll bring it up. To, I'll bring it up to the
2: kids. <laughs> and I figure the, They'll figure all that out.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they have their Oculus or whatever else, and, and they're probably already in there. So you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> they are. Yeah. But half the things they say, I'm like,
0: what, <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> and, and, and like, do you ever like, watch shows with your music in it like do you ever listen back to your music like because some people like to do that and some don't you know <laughs> you know what's funny I, I
2: i'm really busy and don't do a lot of that but i did during the pandemic yeah. i pulled out an old series i did with ryan reynolds first show was two guys are going a pizza place and i did the music for that mm-hmm. and i pulled out a few episodes and thought it's been so many years what did i what did i do <laughs> i mean so i listened to it and it was like Oh, I would definitely do that again. And then you'd go, Oh, I would never do that again. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah. So yes, I have, I watched a few things lately that are, that are interesting. Cause you're like, I did that 20 years ago and it's, some of them are still on. Like if I want to see full house. It's on all the time. So, but some shows they don't show any, they don't show Brian's show anymore, which is too bad. It's a hysterical show. Right. Um, but yeah, so I'll watch once in a while. I've got some movies on Netflix. Once in a while, I'll put them on. I remember what I did to score in the, You know, but yeah, you don't look back a lot because like I'm doing, you know, two movies right now. So I don't want to regurgitate what I did. So you try to have a fresh, fresh take on it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, well, you know, speaking of fresh, like not, you know, not asking you to give away any secret sauce or anything, but like, Ah! how do you, (laughs) how do you keep yourself fresh? Like how do, or do you have any tips of how you do that? Yes, that's easy.
2: Work with young artists. The average artist that I produce is a teenager. Mm -hmm. So they're, you know, 16, 17, maybe 20, 21, someone in there. It's just they're not they won't let you not be fresh (laughs) because they don't know how they're they only know what's really current right now. You know, I asked one of my kids fairly recently. This will scare you, by the (laughs) way. What would you consider a retro artist? Like, if we're going to do a song, you know, what song would you want to do as a retro song? And I'm just thinking they might do the Beatles, they might do Elvis, something, you know. She goes, "Well, like really old, like Britney Spears." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Well, no, uh, ret- retro is Britney Spears is old retro? How is that even
1: possible?" So, um, yeah. and what are the so Beatles also, in their eyes? You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, I teach them all the Beatles, but I think it's like,
2: you have to also, you know, you got to be open and listen to them, but you also have to teach them that what's really, and this is more advice for a new artist, study old music because music comes around it goes around it comes around and goes around. The music business does music is very secular. It cycles and things come back that were good 20 years ago or 30 years ago. Um, I've been on a real campaign with my artists lately of, if you look at world disasters, like the the horrible influenza of 1918 and 1919, what came out of that was the Roaring Twenties and the Charleston, because once people finally were well again, they wanted to party. And if you look at the world wars, Glenn Miller came out of one and people went dancing and Elvis came out of the other one and people went dancing. And out of the Vietnam War, disco was born. And people went dancing. I'm telling everybody the next craze in music is going to be dancing because and some new form of dancing, because once this pandemic is over, everybody's going to want to go out. So you, wow. it's because it's happened in history time and time again. So whatever the next dance craze is, that's our next big superstar.
1: Wow. That is very powerful words of wisdom <laughs> from somebody who's have longevity in the business. So anybody listening or watching definitely need to take heed if you're in the music.
2: <laughs> if you have a really good dance hook, call me,
1: find me. <laughs> I'm looking for the next big hit to produce. Right. <laughs> and, and, and speaking of, of stuff you're doing, I, you know we're, we're checking out your website here. Wow, you you have a pretty cool simple website, Meet Mart. I mean, it's all and then you have all these different pictures up here. This is kind of cool.
2: I like it simple. It, 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 and the some of the shows I'm doing right now aren't on there. Oh, there's yeah. Ryan's show. That's funny. Um like some of the stuff I'm doing is brand new, so it's not out yet. But in right. the next 12 to 24 months, I'll probably put out more material. Then the rest of my career almost combined. I'm doing so many projects. It's great. And so it's, it's very, very fresh. I literally, I was telling you before we talked this morning, I had a session on one project. And as soon as we're done today, I go back to the studio on a completely, and they're both Broadway shows and I haven't done a lot of Broadway. So that's really exciting to be going in and doing a two in one day. That's, that's the wow. kind of days I'm having lately. So it's,
1: it's crazy. <laughs> wow. So how do you keep your, 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 um, Brain organized to where you're, you know, (laughs) (laughs)
2: that, that, that nine to five thing, which for me is 10 to six. Mm -hmm. I work 10 to six and I don't work before 10 and I don't work after six and I don't work weekends. So you and I'm very organized. I have assistants that help me with some things, but I'm just really, really organized. I write everything down. I mean, on the computer, everything is listed out what I'm supposed to do today by the hour. Someone showed me that years ago that was running an office seminar. They said, if you're running an office, you should look at your calendar for 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. And if everything is filled up. You know what you're supposed to do. Even if it just says this is an hour for emailing or returning calls or whatever it is, have every hour organized. And I've done that for years. I had the privilege of knowing Joan Rivers and doing over 50 shows with her. And Joan Rivers lived like that. If you've watched her um, documentary, and if you haven't, you should definitely watch it. She filled in every hour. And if she had an open hour, she would call her agent and yell at her agent, why am I doing nothing from three to four on Friday? Wow. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> and, I th- and she and she was right. I fill every hour, and then when the day's over, it's over. So that's how you wow. keep it organized, though, because I literally am involved in nine nine large projects right now, besides regular music work I do. That's all. That's an insane amount, and yeah. so you got to be organized. Wow! <laughs> Although, the other day I was <laughs> I was writing on this one show, the one I'm going to do this afternoon, and. I was showing them this one song and I literally morphed into the chorus of one of the other songs, same show. And they started laughing. They said, is that, is that the other song? I'm like, Oh yeah. That's yeah. Same <laughs> well, we're gonna, we'll fix that. Uh, they turned into two separate songs now, but that's what we're fixing today. But it's funny. Cause at one time you can, you know, where am I? I also write everything down every, write every note out, put all the lyrics out, make sure you know what you're doing, date everything. Or, the, or you'll write the same song again. <laughs> wow!
1: So so you're never tempted to go past six, even by thirty minutes.
2: <laughs> no, I literally, I literally, I, I, I love to cook, and so at six o'clock, it's it's cook and eat. No, oh, so
1: we're so we're on a different subject now. So, what do you like to cook? Like, and how did you learn how to cook? Did you just always know how to cook?
2: <laughs> no. No, I know. Yeah, and and uh, cooking, you know, cooking is for me, I, I like to eat very healthy. It's yeah. also the you got if you really want to work a long time, you got to be you got to eat right. You got you to gotta exercise right. So like but the reason I started 10 is I'm up at eight and I work out and do all the things that are good for your body and then, you know, work. But um, I like to eat a lot of healthy stuff. So if I make it, then I know what's in it.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. So I just started, yeah. (laughs) Was it like trial and error or looking up recipes or how did you come? Oh, no trial and
2: error. Just absolutely. (laughs) The recipes all are loaded with you know recipes, like lots of butter, lots of salt, lots of this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that'll taste good, but that's probably not going to do me much good. Like, you know, maybe I should find something a little leaner. So, and then a lot of the lean recipes, you just find ingredients you like and put them together and, you know, wow. and, and And portion control is big. Don't, Don't have some humongous meal (laughs) for me. I don't like that.
1: Well, well, do you snack during the day or like?
2: I'm not a big snacker. No, but I like I'll drink a lot of tea and um, sometimes with tea you want a little something. But I'm not I'm not a big snacker. um, But I try and eat four times a day, not three like breakfast yes lunch smaller midday something so that by dinner you're not like you know i have to i now have to have seven plates of food i'm so hungry so i try and eat something around three or four and then at six it's not you're not so crazy i do have a sweet tooth i will tell you that if you like <laughs> chocolate I do want i do have some chocolate tonight
1: <laughs> wow i i have nothing to say because i have one too <laughs> do you, oh, okay. what's your favorite dessert what do you like Oh, God. Are we really going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I do have a, a, a sweetness for Snicker Bars, I have to admit. Snicker Bars. <laughs> right. And then chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, even though it kills my voice. But still, I'm like, you know what? It's worth it.
0: With <laughs> some hot fudge.
1: your voice. Hot but <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> it's not like a hot butt. Oh, my <laughs> no. Lord. Yeah, I, yeah. That's yep. Those two, yeah, are thin mint Oreos with the with the green. Okay. Mint. Now thin thin mint
2: anything. <laughs> thin mint anything. Those girls Girl
1: got cookies. Those <laughs> girls
2: got cookies. Though. Those <laughs> are. And again, I've got so many nieces and nephews, so I
1: have to buy them. You and you put know, those are, in the
2: freezer though. Put them in the freezer. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's <laughs> and good they're stuff. on Amazon now. Like you can just get them anytime. Don't tell me that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, unhear it. Unhear it. You didn't hear it. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't say anything. They're on Amazon. Oh. They're on Amazon now. Yes. I don't know about
2: you, but over the pandemic, <laughs> I am so bad.
1: I, oh, I can buy that right now. I don't even have
2: to. With one hand, my phone, I buy stuff. The door. And there's something of the door every day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Guilty as charge. <laughs> so new. Well, I, I know you have your schedule, so I won't hold you. Is there anything you want to wrap up with, so I won't hold you too too long? You know, <laughs>
2: um, you know, there's uh, the girl that gave me this cup. Her name is Annika, and Annika's got a single coming out next week. So check that out. You can check it at, uh, at my website for sure, at my TikTok or anything. You'll see us post about that. I'm an Instagram and I'm a TikTok Mark Vogel Music on both. And she wrote me send thanks for the cup. Uh, <laughs> We just shot her video. Um, I've got a movie coming out Easter time called Easter, bloody Easter. And I, I don't go to horror movies, but I'm scoring one for the first time. It is so scary. <laughs> and so funny. It's a comedy horror comedy. Um, and I may have made a cameo appearance in the movie, which is pretty funny. Uh, and uh, I'm excited about that one. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff coming up. Please, please follow me. There's really some really great stuff coming out. There's a, really so su- really fun surprise announcement coming about a major league baseball team in our city and me which is you would never suspect so wow. and that's gonna happen in March so uh, check that out <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to announce that one because people my family's like you what <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep that, that happens so watch out for that do, do they ever um Get at you about certain, like if you ever do music for something that they like don't like or something. Like, do they ever pick at you for something like that?
2: <laughs> like, well, that's a really, really good question.
1: <laughs> not really, but you know what people will say to you, which is so
2: funny. If you get a series or you get a motion picture, it's pretty awesome. And I've been very lucky. I've had ten television series. I've, I'm on my ninth motion picture. I've done over two hundred records. But they'll say this: Why'd you pick that one to be on? And you're like, Well, I didn't pick it's like felt like 12 <laughs> shows called me and I decided which one I'd be on that so people, not people so much my family people you don't know will say that to you well what made you pick that show I'm like well you don't actually pick <laughs> so it's
1: weird, like that's that's, a weird question. that's why you stay self-employed because you accept work <laughs> yes right exactly so
2: i think i think that's a funny question now my family's super supportive if i do anything they're they're right there they're they're pretty excited about this march announcement so they're all coming to the opening game
1: (laughs) oh wow that's gonna be awesome wow that's That's gonna be awesome that's not that far from now so that's pretty cool no
2: no the song's all done it's in the can but uh it's uh it's first time i've ever done
1: anything like that for real
2: but so it's, it's exciting
1: Wow, are are y'all going to be there like live or how is it yes. like a planning date? I'm going to be there
2: live. Yeah, they even it's really fancy at a baseball set. They called the catering people called and they're doing a fancy thing. It's like, well, <laughs> no. usually I just buy a cheap seat and get a hot dog and a beer, <laughs> this is this is not. Wow. <laughs> well, we'll so, yeah, be look it.
1: I'll give you some. Please do. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, once I can really announce it, I'll tell you all about it. Absolutely. Well, I definitely have to have you on again sometime. So <laughs> I'd love it. I'd love it.
0: Are you ready to feel good? Are you ready to feel inspired? Then come and get your I am strong merch. It's smooth on the skin. And guess what? When you wear it, people will be asking, where did you get that shirt? Where did you get those clothes? And you can say, I am strong. Come on over to stevebryan.com today.